Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to Jesus. Somebody who believes that is your day of visitation, is your hour of sweatless victories, is your era of ease, shout a living hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for bringing us together again and we, we just can see the goodness of God at work in our lives. It says that, oh, that thou wouldest rend the heavens, that thou wouldst come down, that the mountains might flow, flow down at thy presence. Now, mountains, most of the times in scripture, signify and typify and represent or epitomize these problems, challenges, issues. He says that God tear the heavens. Rent the heavens. Sometimes when you are in a hurry, you know, you have to rent something. You maybe sometimes some people are in a tent or in a room and there's emergency, they want to run out. People practically break the windows, tear it, break the windows. Maybe somebody's cloth, he finally wears a cloth and realize that maybe there's something, some insect that very dangerous is that they are afraid of. They want to come out of the cloak cloth quickly so what do they do they 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 just tear it they don't take time to take off buttons or they tear it some like a movie you tear it and come out he said god rent the heavens and come out <laughs> rent is that oh that that give me a new king james please oh that you would render the heavens rent the heavens that you will come down why so that mountains might shake at your presence that is what is about to happen for you. The, those mountains that have been imposed in your life to cause you sorrow, to cause you trouble, they are about to shake. Why? Because God is rending the heavens and coming down. Tonight, God is coming down to shake that mountains. The Bible says in Psalm, I think, 96, it says that, uh, 97 or verse 6 or so, it says that at your, in your presence, mountains melt away like wax. Mountains. Mountains, they melt away like wax in your presence. Mountains melt like wax at your presence. At your presence, uh, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. Mountains. So that is why he said, rent the heavens and come down. Rent the heavens and come down. Uh, rent the heavens and come down. Tear the heavens and come down. Come down, O oh God. Come down. We want you to come down. Oh Lord, come down and manifest your power. And when he, he raised the heavens and comes down, the mountains will skip. Mountains will melt. Mountains will shake. I see tonight the heavens opened. The heavens opened. Bible says that they were all being baptized. And Jesus also came. Luke chapter 3 verse 21. It came to pass as they, they were all being baptized. It came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heavens rent. <laughs> the heavens was open. Prayer has a way of opening heavens. 
when you back it with fasting, it is even more accelerated. And in our season of prayer and fasting, we, this, these last three nights, I believe that God is going to show his power. He's going to demonstrate his power. There's a song we sing that show your power, O Lord our God. Show your power. He is the, the Lord and he reigns on high. He is the Lord. He spoke into darkness, created the light. doesn't matter how much darkness has surrounded you. God speaks into darkness and creates the light. He is like unto him. He never ends in days. Your enemies will finish. Your problems will end. But God never ends in days. And he comes in power when we call on his name. He is the Lord. So show your power. Then we sing. Show your power. Show your power. Oh Lord. God is about to show his power in your life. God is about to do what only heaven can do in your life. I know somebody is securing a change of story. I know somebody is securing a change of address. Somebody is securing a change of destiny. Somebody is securing a change of condition. Somebody is securing a change of situation in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are the one, shout a believing amen. amen. I can't hear you. Shout a believing amen. amen. We thank God. Before we go any further, I just want you to lift up your right hand where possible and pray and say, Lord, show your power in my life. Jesus was praying and the heavens was open. Jacob, he slept, he saw the heavens open. When the heavens open, you always see things. In John chapter, Revelation chapter 1, he said, I was in the spirit. He uh, says, no, chapter 4, I'm sorry. Revelation chapter 4. He says that after all this, I was in the spirit. And I saw the heavens open. He saw open heaven. And I, uh, he says that after these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. Open, open heaven. This was started, the door was open. And the first voice I heard was like a, like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, come up hither and I will show you things that must come to pass. I will give you an advantage when the heavens open. When your heavens open, you tend to get an advantage over your enemies. He says that instead of brass, Isaiah chapter 55 or so, he said instead of brass, uh, instead of um, brass or instead of tongues, I will give you, talks about the, the bread or the, the, the pine tree. So when you, where you should be suffering and having tongues, thistles and thorns, God will say, I'm going to provide fruits for you. Instead of Isaiah, Isaiah 50, uh, 55, yeah, said, instead of thorn, the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. Instead of prayer, shall come up the mitral tree. And it shall, it, it, shall be, um, to, it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting. Now look at from verse 12. That's what I wanted. Talking about the ions. and said, for you shall go out with joy, and be let, let out with peace. The mountains, this is what I was looking for. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. Instead of troubling you, they will rather be singing for you. And they said, the trees of the field shall be clapping their hands. Hallelujah. They will say, oh, congratulations. Trees of the field. Even elements that are not supposed to be working for you, they all start working for you. Do you know where it starts from? It says that for the word, so shall my word be. That goes forth out of my mouth. 
so shall my word be. That goes for out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish the things which, that I which I please. Or it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. Then he said, look at the verse 12. Then he says that when the word begins to get fulfilled, for you shall go, you, that's what is going to happen. It's a fulfillment of God's word that you go out in joy and be led out with peace. The mountains, these are all, you see, when the word of God finds a place in your heart, the mountains and the hills, they will break forth into singing before you, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. He said, instead, instead of verse, verse 13, instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree, instead of the brer shall come up the mighty tree, and it shall be to it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Look at the next verse. That shall not be cut off. Hallelujah. God, he said, that says the Lord, keep justice and do righteous. For my salvation is about to come and my righteousness is about, it, it will be revealed. As you do it God's way. Listen, we are not wasting our time here. If there's something you are doing, you're actually buying time. You are not wasting time. <laughs> you are buying time. Because you are actually out of time. The case is going against you. Situations are going against you. You are too old to unlearn some of the things that have been, been programmed into your mind. You have wasted too much grounds. Look, you've gone too far to try and repair something. So you have lost grounds. You've lost time. And the things that you are supposed to achieve in your life, you need extra time. And as you spend time with God, what will take others 10 years to achieve? You, it will happen in one year. It will happen in one year. You are buying time. You are buying time. I see God remembering you and putting laughter in your mouth. Amen. So shall my word be. That goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall, it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper. Don't worry what seems to be opposing you. What seems to be negative towards you. He said what, what, it, it shall accomplish what I please. The word of God shall do it. When God speaks, his word carries all the power it takes to, to be fulfilled by itself. He doesn't need human assistance. He just needs human, human belief, human believing. God doesn't need anybody's assistance to do what he wants to do. He just needs somebody's believing. God, until we believe, we have not authorized God. It's your faith that authorizes God to act on your behalf. It's your faith. As you believe, you say, God, permission, act on my behalf. That is why he can't act if some, no one believes. He only acts when people believe. He can save you when you believe. He can bless you when you believe. When God speaks, what happens? I wish I heard you clearly. I said, when God speaks, what happens? So God has been speaking amongst us. As we read in Isaiah, he says, so shall my word be. Because when it goes out, things begin to manifest. So God has spoken and we are, works are showing and we will not be tired of demonstrating his works or making it public that this is what God is doing amongst us based on his work or the speakings of his word in Jesus' name. Our God is a faithful God. He says it and he does it. And so if he has said it, if you heard him in your spirit, wait. He will do it just as he has said it. Amen. Bible says God visited Sarah as he has spoken. 
He did unto Sarah. Genesis 21, 1. He did unto Sarah. God visited Sarah as he has said. He did for Sarah as he has spoken. The way he said is how he would do it. So if you don't want to know what God will do, listen to what he's saying. If you want, if you want God to do something, get him to say something. Because what he says is what he does. He visited Sarah just as he has said. Just, just as he visited Sarah as he has said. And he did for Sarah as he has spoken. King James. He did for Sarah as he has said. He did unto Sarah as he has spoken. So God does it the way he says it. When he says it, works follows. When he says it, works follow. When he speaks, work follow. When he speaks, works follow. And thank God that any time we come together, we always bend our ears and create a platform for him to speak. Because the only way God does is by speaking. As he's speaking, he's doing. As he's speaking, as I was teaching you some time ago in Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, verse 6, verse 9, verse 11, verse 14, verse 20. Verse 20, 26, verse 24, 26, verse 29. Oh, you keep hearing, God said, God said, God said. 29, God said, God said, God said. Let's try it again. Verse 3, God said. Verse 6, God said. Verse, verse 9, God said. Verse 11, God said. Verse 14, God said. Verse 20, God said. Hallelujah. Verse 24, God said. Verse 26, God said. Verse 29, God said. Verse 31, God saw. God saw. God saw. God saw. God saw. God saw. What did he see? He saw that he saw that he saw everything that he had made. Ah, but he wasn't making. He was just speaking. Yeah, that's how he makes. That's how he makes. He makes by speaking. So but when he finished speaking, he saw that everything he has made, how did he make it? By the speaking. God makes by speaking. When God speaks, works. Oh, I feel like preaching. I feel like preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah! And so God is, as God is speaking, watch this, he is doing. So those who are waiting, mm -mm, those who are Mm -mm. Those who are wait, uh huh. Those who are, someone say preach, pastor. Preach, pastor. Oh, I, I say preach pastor. preach, pastor. Those who are waiting to see before they dive in. By the time they are diving in, the pool has dried. Wow. Because when we don't have to see water in the pool, but when you see, you hear word in the pool, dive into it. The water is there because God has spoken into the pool. Don't. That's why I said, blessed is he who has not seen but believed. Blessed is your favorite. Things are working for you. How? Because you, you haven't seen, but you believe. John 20. A blessed is he who has not seen. Blessed are those who haven't seen, yet have believed. Haven't seen, yet have believed. They haven't seen, yet have believed. They haven't seen, but there is a yet. <laughs> Don't wait to see. You haven't seen. You must have a yet. However, another way is however. You haven't seen. So what? So what? I've heard. I don't have to see before I hear. I, I, I've heard. I've heard. 
I have heard. I've heard. So it's enough. What I've heard is enough. When God speaks, he has done. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. Those who are waiting for him to do their late because he's already done it. How did he do it? He spoke. To it. So those who believe they're speaking have actually embraced the doing. Wow. You have actually embraced the doing. So by the time they are waiting for the doing, you have taken it done. By the time you have done, they are waiting for doing. <laughs> you have it. It's done. You have it. It's done. They are now waiting for God to do. No, it's done. When did he, when did he do it? When he spoke. When he spoke, the speaking was the doing. And so you connected to the doing, and now they are looking for doing, but you have a done. Because, <laughs> oh, God, have a shadow. Hallelujah! When God speaks, works show. When God speaks, works show. When God speaks, works show. So tonight, as God is speaking, Works are also showing. Don't wait for the physical thing to manifest. Once you hear God sp speak, know that it's done. It's done. By two immutable things, in which it was impossible for God to lie. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 6, from verse 16. He said, so that when God swore, when God promised Abraham, my goodness, man, I, I mean, uh, there is something happening here. I said, when God promised, when God promised Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore, that's it, verse 13. When God had made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself. So, so he has promised, but he need to back the promise with swearing. <laughs> God, so, so when, God had made the pro, when God had made the promise to Abraham, because he could swear, and when you are swearing, it's like an oath, okay? An oath. So the NIV or the American Standard Version potentially might use an oath. God men make an oath, but you see it later. So it says that be, he, um, because he could swear by no one greater, when you are making an oath, you need something superior, bigger, greater. Okay? So you can't you can buy, you can't come and loan my cow, and then you bring your goat as, uh, as a collateral. No, goat is too small. You can come and borrow my goat, and then you bring your cow as a collateral. So that if I don't give, if, if you don't bring my goat, I can keep your cow. You know, that's bigger. So you need something bigger. But now God has made a promise. But what is bigger than God? He is bigger than the word big. He is higher than the word highest. He is greater than the, great, the word greatest. So it doesn't matter how you can conceptualize, so conceptualize, conceptualize greatness. He is greater than greatest. That's why I taught you some time ago that when, we, when, when I say God is good, you say he's better than that. However you think he's good, he's better than that. Your definition of goodness is way below God's actual goodness. Wow. No words, no words can articulate or capture an expression to, to rightly reflect the goodness of God. How can words capture God's goodness? We can, we can attempt to express, express it, but we can't. Words can't explain God's goodness. 
So he's bigger than worse. So this is what happens. When, uh, because he swore that there's no one greater, he had to swear by himself. So he swore by himself, saying, saying, surely blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply. So that by two immutable, for, and so, so after he had patiently waited, he endured. Now look at verse 16. Verse 16. For men indeed swear by the greater. That's why I said, isn't it? And an oath for confirmation is for them an end of dispute. Once I make an oath, I've confirmed it. That means once you sign it, there's no argument. The guy has signed it. No argument. So now men, they like oath. They like swearing. So you have to swear and then you have to sign. And But God, who can God sign with? All right. God, God, God doesn't, it's like, there's nothing bigger than him to use to swear. So he, he swore by himself. After he gave the promise, he swore by himself. He is the biggest one. So that that oath is me, myself. I put my credibility and my... That's why he called himself the God of Abraham. Because he put his credibility on the promise he made to Abraham. That if this promise fails, then I'm not there. If this promise fails, forget about me. So he put his whole credibility behind the promise he made to Abraham. That is why Abraham is a God. He called himself the God of Abraham. And Abraham, Isaac, and Joe, they are carriers of the promise, that promise, that promise. God of Abraham. So because he could swear by no one, he swore by himself. So that now we have two things now. We have the promise, he has promised. And then he backs it with, a, with, with swearing. Or with an oath, let me say that so it will be easier for you to understand. He backs it with an oath. So God promises, and but to, I mean, even just an oath is enough, or just word is enough. But because we are human beings, after I gave the word and promise, he said for you to know that when I speak, works show, I'll back it. That I'll, I'll, back, I'll back what I'm saying. I'll back it with an oath. Look at the verse 16 again. Am I not preaching at all? He said, for men indeed swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is for them an end of all dispute. Look at verse 17. Now, this is where it's going. So that's, that means because of that, for that reason, God determining to show more abundantly the heirs of promise. Who is the heirs? Who is an heir? Someone who is qualified to inherit. So those who have inherited the promise, he wanted to show that huh, this King James English is so nice. I like this biblical English. The immutability of his counsel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, immutability means unchangeableness. Some translation might even use the, the, uh, for this, uh, um, this, the unchanging to NIV. God wants to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. So his purpose won't change. When he promises you, he's, he's unchanging. Okay? Now, I, I like the King James back. So for God, King James, please, wherein God willing more abundantly to, I think New King James, is it the New King James way? Yeah, that's it. God will, uh, determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise, the immutability, no mutation. Mutation. 
that uh, is mutating. The, the strand is mutating. The virus, the coronavirus is mutating to different strands and stuff like Yeah, it's changing. It's changing. But God's word is not like coronavirus. God's word doesn't change. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, William, he was, he was determined to show more abundantly to you who have received the promise. Have you received a promise? Now, he was willing to show more abundantly. More abundantly to show the immutability of this is the counsel of God. He has given you a promise. And he's so willing to prove to you that his promise doesn't change. He's too willing. So he didn't have to do it. But he's so willing, he added an oath. So you have got now two things. This alone is enough. Of this alone is enough. But God was determining. He has, look at the scripture again. He was determined. God determined to show more abundantly. He is the heir of promise. The prom he has the promise. Now, give up, bring us back. He's got the promise. And God willing more. He is eager. He, okay, I will show you. That's how men think. Men want confirmation. Okay, I will even show you. Because he's too happy to make you be certain about what he has said. That's why he gives testimonies. So that you can be certain that this thing God has said, he will do it. He, he doesn't want you to doubt. He wants to do everything possible for you to believe. God is not trying to string you on to see if you can believe. No. He wants to give you a word and back it with necessary, everything necessary for you to believe. That's why we are seeing testimonies here. He said, he's willing more abundantly to show to, he's the heir of promise. He has got the promise. Now he has to show to you, it's like promise is enough, but I'm too happy. I'm too determined to show you the immutability. This thing cannot change. The immutability of God's promise. He also added an oath. Clap for Jesus. Thank you, sir. Willing more abundantly to show to the heirs of promise, abundantly to the heirs of uh, promise, the immutability of his counsel. What did he do? He confirmed the, the counsel, the promise, with an oath. Now look at, why did he do that? So that, that by two, you know, now you see the word has come again, this immutable. You know what immutable thing means? It cannot change. It doesn't alter. By two immutable things. After, what are the two immutable things? The promise and the oath. <laughs> Hallelujah! The promise is immutable. He has confirmed it with an oath. The oath alone is good enough because it's immutable. The promise is also immutable. So God has done this so that by two immutable things, in which these things, in which it is impossible for God to lie. In which, which he said, two immutable things, in which it is not possible for God to lie about an oath or lie about. How can you lie about something you have, you have signed? You are human, you have signed it. He said, Oh, uh, that's not my signature. That didn't mean. You have signed it. You signed it. It's legal. So by two immutable things in which it's impossible for God to lie, we, 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 you and I, who have, 
who uh, we, we will have strong consolation. In other words, we are so confident and we, are, we have strong backing. God is consoling us and backing us. We have this strong backing. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold on uh, hold of the hope set before us? So you know, there's a hope for your marriage. God has told you before this year ends, your testimony. There's hope. But there, so that you, if you have fled to lay hold of this hope, you are not just holding hope, but you have this consolation based on the two immutable things. <laughs> you are believing God. What is backing you? You must have a word. That's backing you. And the word is confirmed by other works. The works of God around. So we have, so that's what gives us the audacity to give our seed. The audacity to continue fasting. The audacity to walk in obedience. The audacity to do the things of God. The audacity to work for God. The audacity to give our tithe. The audacity to come on the service like this regularly. We have a backing because there's a word and there's a confirmation. And that gives us the boldness to their hope that our future is secured. Some are looking at you, oh, look at you, everything, church, church, but you feel sorry for them because they don't know what you have yeah. discovered. Yeah. If they have seen, hey, Karamahade, Ayondo Bakahaya, if they have seen what you have seen, they will talk the way you are talking. Magadagada <laughs> Shahanahaye! If they have seen what you have seen, they will talk the way you are talking. They will come to church the way you are coming to church. They will be happy about Christ the way you are happy about Christ. They haven't seen it. That's why they behave like that. We have seen it. We can't doubt it. We have seen it. Because one other thing that we must know, that seeing is believing. You can't doubt what you have seen. What is this? This is mobile phone. Oh, maybe it's not mobile phone. Maybe it's a toy, um, toy, some toy, something. So, 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 maybe it's, it's not a mobile phone. If it's a mobile, if it's a toy, it doesn't change screen. Okay, toy, toys, that's the toy ones don't change. Now, this is actually a phone. Can you say, Pastor didn't hold the phone? It was bread he was holding. Oh, come on. Yeah, how? It will be difficult for anyone to convince you. When you go to court and they show the CCTV of maybe a minister holding somebody, I mean, it will be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once there is, uh, is, if the photo is there, there was a time I was, uh, I, I think, I was driving, I, 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 I had a letter, fine, in the post about my car. This is about 10 years ago. I said, me? How? No, more than 10 years ago. How? No. I've never, they say you've driven through a bus lane. Me? Never. I, don't, I won't do that. Then they send me pictures. <laughs> That was my car, and I could even see myself inside it. <laughs> because I was, I was negotiating a bend. I was about to turn to the left. So, you know, sometimes the bus lane, it doesn't get into a traffic light. But this one, it didn't end early. So I just went in just to turn, not knowing they are, they are ready with the camera. As soon as you go in, Victoria, I was going to church. Victoria, the uh, 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 Vauxhall, they, they take the camera. They send it. You can't deny. You, it's your car inside there. Seeing is believing. If you say it's not my car, they've seen you. What, what would you do that? You can't. So we, we have seen things. God working. It's, it's difficult to say, no, it's not God. However, when it comes to what God will do, we have to believe what he has said. 
But what we have seen gives us the audacity to believe him for what he has said because we are seeing him saying and doing, saying and doing, saying and doing. So now that he's saying, we know he will do. <laughs> Shout hallelujah! I see God's word being fulfilled in your life. He says, so shall my word be. So shall my word be. So shall my word be. That goes out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish what I please. Listen. Stay strong in hope. Stay strong in faith. Because you have a reason to believe. Our believing is not ethereal. It's not just cerebral. It's like mirage. No, it's substantial. What is the basis of our belief? The word we have seen. The, work, the works we have seen. The word we have heard. The works we have seen. It's our confidence to know what he has said he will do. You don't have any business getting so worried about you will die early. God forbid. You can't be on this platform and expecting to die early. For what? Where are you going? <laughs> where, where, where are you going? Where are you going? It's lockdown in heaven. So, <laughs> so long as you are concerned, you have to finish your assignments here. Shout amen. amen. You will not die. You will not die. This year you will not die. You will not die. Next year you will be alive. You will do well in the name of Jesus. Why are you talking the way I'm talking? If you have seen what I've seen, you talk the way I'm talking. <laughs> God is real. And God is here. I see someone's story has changed drastically. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Karis Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.